0: So why do we have so much fear around getting older if that's inevitably what we're going to do? Like, we are either going to get older or we are going to die. We are not going to get younger. And so when people have so much negativity around getting older, I'm like, well, what would you rather do, die? Hello, hello, good morning. I hope you are doing well. Um oh, okay, I'm doing a mini rant before I start this episode. You guys, what the hell is up with American healthcare slash insurance? I am just so um having a moment with them, with and them being insurance and healthcare because I have insurance. I have insurance. And I went to the doctor like three weeks ago. And I first I called in and I like just asked them if it was even necessary for me to come in. I didn't think it was, and then they really pushed for me to come in. So I was like, all right, like maybe this is more serious something was wrong with my eyes so i was like i don't want to fuck with that like i don't want to mess with my eyes if something could be actually wrong so i was like fuck it i'll just go in before i go in i'm still on the phone i asked them like will this visit be covered by insurance the whole visit and they said yes so i get there before i go into the doctor's office i ask are you sure this will be covered by insurance? She says, yes. So I have the procedure, not procedure, oh my God, it's not that traumatic. I have the appointment and turns out nothing's wrong with my eye. Like the guy on the phone was making up horror stories. Um, I just needed allergy, a specific allergy eye medication drop thing. So the doctor prescribes it, tells me to go over to the prescription counter or whatever to go pick it up. I go over there and they say they're out of it. So they couldn't even give me the medicine. So they tell me to go somewhere else to just like a drugstore, to pick it up there. So I go pick it up there, 20 bucks. I'm like, whatever. It would have been nice if they could just like give me that, but whatever. So... I think that's the end of it. Like I, in my mind, I'm like, that's the end. Like, great, whatever, $20 for, it was stupid. I didn't have to go in. He could have just told me that over the phone, but whatever. Three weeks later, I get a bill for a hundred dollars. I'm like, are you kidding me? I didn't even get the medicine from them. I had to go get that from a different drugstore. It wasn't even prescription. And, like, it was just allergies. Like, it was it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. She didn't do shit when, like, at the doctor's office. It's just unbelievable. It's such a scam. It is such bullshit. I never go to the doctors, and this is why. I don't go for routine checkups. I don't go for specialty care. I don't go for anything. Like, I try to avoid it as much as possible because... They're just going to hit you with a fat bill whether you think it's covered or not. And like that is something I just like cannot stand about America. Like they preach so much bullshit and yet don't even care about their citizens at all. Like when I was in Sri Lanka, I had to go to the emergency room and I had to get medicine and care and whatever. And I was seen immediately I got the medicine I needed, I got care, I was seen, like, they were so kind, and it cost me $3, and I didn't have insurance, I didn't have travel insurance, I didn't have anything, and it was $3 for an emergency room visit, ugh. I just can't stand the stupid bullshit around the healthcare industry in America. It is so dumb. And I'm so, I could call them and I could complain about the bill and be like, you told me, ba blah, blah, blah. And I could try to fight it or whatever. But I honestly don't have the energy to do that because it's, it's, I th- and I think so many people feel the same way. They're like, whatever, I'll just pay it. I don't have the energy to deal with this. Because you know you're going to be on hold for like five hours and then all this other bullshit It's just stupid. And that is my rant. And I am sorry if that happens to other people, either on the reg or occasionally or whatever it is. If you have to deal with hospitals or prescriptions or doctors regularly... I am so sorry because that is some major bullshit. Anyway, (laughs) on to today's episode. Today I am talking about age and quote-unquote the best years of your life. And this episode was sparked by the fact that two of my friends are turning 30 this year and this is not necessarily how they feel like I'm not speaking on behalf of their thoughts or anything like that but just like the general consensus in um America and society and especially for women is like 30 is such a milestone it's a big number and it is like I feel like until recently the conversation started shifting but like historically it has been like oh my god you're turning 30 and you're not married and you're not you don't have babies and and you don't know what you're doing with your life like there's so much pressure to have it figured out by 30 and I think recently the conversation is shifting at least what I've been like the media I've been consuming is like allowing for another story to be told in which When you turn 30, your life kind of starts to make sense a little bit, and it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have it all figured out, you won't have it all figured out, you never do, spoiler alert, Um, but things just start to make sense a little bit more for a few reasons, because you hopefully in your 20s just like explored a lot and that could mean like traveling or trying different jobs or trying different friendships or dating different people or just like exploring life in different ways and within doing that you kind of learn who you are through that or like who you want to become or who you want what you want to do more of what you don't care for what you do care for what you value what you don't value you start to pick up all these breadcrumbs and what I've heard from other people is that by 30 all of that kind of starts to like shake out and settle into creating who you are like who you want to be as a quote-unquote adult and another reason I've heard 30 is so good is because you know you finally start to have a little bit more money to go do more fun things and just celebrate within life more and not worry about that burden as much um you also might be starting a serious relationship or thinking about getting married or thinking about having kids not for everyone but maybe that is a time when you like start thinking oh I might want to do this and I just feel like that's the conversation around 30 is like by 30 you might start to think about wanting to do that it's not you should have that by 30 it's like oh you're 30 like do you want to Maybe have this happen in the next 10 years of your life, like it doesn't have to be something you have by 30, but it's like you start having that conversation once you're in your 30s. I think that's like great and a relief, and maybe that's how male identifying people have gone about life, but for most women, I don't think that's the same until recently when so many people mostly through TikTok is what I've seen is like are coming out and they're like I'm 35 and I am finally starting to feel like myself. I'm start I'm finally starting to understand what I want to do. I'm finally starting to feel like I have purpose. I'm meeting my people. I'm blah blah blah. So that's just been, like, very refreshing to see instead of feeling, like, all this pressure. Now, I do still see some people, and whether they're just, like, poking fun and they don't actually believe it, but they're just, like, you know, having a little moment when they're like, oh, my God, I'm 36, I'm so old, blah, 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 or, like, oh, my God, what does bet mean. Like, I'm so old. I don't know the trends. I'm aging myself. Like, I still see that a lot. And yeah, we all do that sometimes. But I do think that, like, subconsciously um, contributes to thinking that when you're at a certain age, you're, like, old. I just think there's a way that you can like, that we can start to reframe how we, how we have that little, like, fun moment. Like, oh, I don't understand what that generation is saying. Instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm so old. I don't know what YOLO means. Whatever. That was a horrible example because I feel like everyone who listens to this definitely knows what YOLO means. Um, but whatever. I just feel like there's a different way to, like, go about that conversation where it's more like um like oh this generation talks so different or like I am not in with the trends or whatever instead of saying like oh my god I'm so old I don't know what that means or I don't know whenever someone says that I just look at them and I'm like you're not old unless you're like walking around with a walker and a hearing aid you're not old and, like, also, fuck that. Being old is not a, um, like, bad or negative thing. Being old is, like, fuck yeah. I made it. I get to be old. Like, that is a privilege and an honor to be able to age. That's a fucking privilege. Isn't the goal, all of us on Earth, isn't the goal to age to get older to live years on this planet the opposite of getting older is dying it's not getting younger because we are we will never get younger we aren't getting younger so why do we have so much fear around getting older if that's inevitably what we're going to do like We are either going to get older or we are going to die. We are not going to get younger. And so when people have so much negativity around getting older, I'm like, well, what would you rather do, die? Because there's no other option. (laughs) So let's change the narrative and... Start celebrating getting older, because that is a fucking privilege. And another part of aging and getting older and hitting milestone birthdays is the conversation around the best years of your life. Like, I always hear people saying about college, those are the best years of your life, In your 20s, those are the best years of your life. Like, people always attribute that saying to certain chunks of life. And maybe that was true for them. But I don't think that it's true for a lot of people. Or maybe it's not even true for them. And we've just been saying it for so long that they think they need to say that. Because... Maybe college was the most wild years of your life or the most studious years of your life or the most focused years of your life or the most unraveling years of your life. Whatever it is, I just don't think we should say it's the best years of your life. Because if that's the best, then what do we have to look forward to? And also, if you attribute the best years of your life to that, then it's already like preconceived in your brain that you, you, have, you have done the best, you've hit the best, you have nothing to look forward to. Whereas maybe like the next five years of your life are gonna be the best years of your life. And then after that, the next five years of your life are gonna be the best year, years of your life. Like why are we not allowing ourselves to look forward to the future or to the present? It just seems a bit silly to me. And like, why do we want the best years of our lives to be done? And when we say that, I think it makes it really hard or feel like we're doing it wrong. If for some people, like, let's just use college as the example. Cause I think a lot of people say like, oh, those are the best years of your life. If you didn't have a good college experience, Or if you had an okay college experience, or if you had, if college for you is just like a time when you really just studied, or if it was a time when you made regrets, or whatever it is, if college wasn't the best years of your life, but people are telling you that college is the best years of your life, then that is really depressing and hard to hear, because... If that is supposedly the best years of your life, then what the fuck does the future hold? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't provide much hope then. (laughs) And it's just a really weird story to be telling. And with that, like, saying those are the best years of your life, like, I just feel like that's such crap because... Everyone lives such different lives. Like for some people, maybe your 70s is the best years of your life. Maybe you're, I don't know. It's just like, it could be different based on how people live their life. And I just think it's limiting to apply that to certain chunks of time. My childhood neighbors, for example, are like so awesome. They are retired and they're like living their retirement best selves, I guess. At least from the outside. I don't know how they're feeling themselves, but from the outside, like they go on trips. They bike everywhere. They like biked through Argentina a few years ago. And they are just like rocking their seventies, I think they're in their seventies. I don't know, but they are a big inspiration to me, and it just feels like like especially american society has has kind of told the story of like, "Oh, once you hit your your fifties, it's all downhill from there, but like no, what the hell?" that is so silly. I just, I don't understand that. I'm 27 and I feel like a little baby child. I do not know what I'm doing with myself. And so to tell me that I only have 23 more years until it's all downhill, I'm like, what the fuck? No way. I am just getting started. This is how I'm thinking about it from zero or one from the day you're born to if you go to college the day you graduate college or if you go to high school the day you graduate high school whatever your school range is from the day you're born to the day you're done with school you have been told what to do where to be when to be there what to do, what homework assignments to do, when it's due, all of that shit. You are told what to do for the most part. And after you're done with school, I'm going to say, I'm going to use college as an example, but apply this to high school or whatever your schooling was. I graduated college when I was, I think, 22. I don't fully remember. I think I was 22. But Now I'm 27, so I have had only a very, very minimal time on this earth when I haven't been told what to do. So if you think about it, I'm like, this is going to sound very weird, but I hope you understand, I'm five years old in freedom years, in adult years, in making my own choices years, in figuring it out years, in just being a human outside of constriction years. So I'm five. I'm five years old in that idea, in that mentality. I don't think a five-year-old should know what they're doing. I, in, in terms of like making decisions for myself, in terms of you know, whatever. I don't think I should have pressure as a five-year-old to to have that sense of being. I think as a five-year-old, I should still be playing and trying new things and meeting new people and all of that kind of stuff. As a five-year-old, that's what I should be doing. Now, maybe as a 15-year-old, I can start, you know, having a sense of what I like and what I don't like. So in terms of speaking there, that would mean I'm like 27. I mean, oh my God, 37 or something like that. 37, 38. Around then, that is my like 15-year-old marker. So when you break it down like that, I just feel like, it's a whole new sense of freedom. Like your 20s and your 30s and into your 40s, you're a young adult. And in in you're a young adult in the adult world. And that just, it opens it up to so much more freedom. And like whether you choose to get married and have a kid when you're young 30s or your 20s, you can still be like figuring it out while you choose to have a family while you choose to be married like those are your people while you're exploring life if you choose to have a family in your early 40s or your late 30s like then maybe you've like explored your life and you've done things that you want to do and now you're ready to explore that next chapter or if you don't choose to have a family or kids at all like then you're just doing life that way. I just feel like if you break down your age in adult years, it opens up more freedom. I don't know if that made sense at all, but it just it allows more freedom, in my opinion. And I think we all... <laughs> need a little bit more joy and freedom in this life. Okay, I just had to pause and investigate something. I was sitting on my carpet and all of a sudden I saw this like weird brown, I don't know, like circle thing under my fireplace. It almost looks like a slug or something. I don't know, so I went in with a spoon just to poke it and see if it was like mushy or not. And it's very much not. It is like, um, it almost is like a magnet or something, but it's stuck under there. So I can't see what it is. And I'm very, very intrigued. But the only way to see it is to like take apart my fireplace. I don't think I have the authority to do that. (laughs) Um, But I'm so curious about what that is. And i got very distracted so anyway not that it makes a difference on your end i know like you can't tell when i pause and when i don't but whatever i just thought that was like an interesting little weird moment and i decided to share because i can because this is my podcast and it doesn't matter what i do on here okay anyway that is my rant about aging and you know, the best years of your life and that whole conversation. And I just feel like let's celebrate aging because it's a freaking blessing. And let's not put time stamps on the best years of our life because we never know what's coming next. Let's just enjoy it. And, you know, life also isn't always supposed to be happy. We're not supposed to be happy 24-7. If we were supposed to be happy 24-7, we wouldn't have the emotions, the other emotions in us. We wouldn't have those hormones or whatever that lead us to other emotions. It just wouldn't be part of the game plan. Whether you believe in the universe, science, God, whatever your belief system is, there's a reason why we have all these different things in us that cause different emotions and I just feel like if our human experience was supposed to be one um, one emotion then why we wouldn't have the ability to have other emotions so knowing that or like appreciating that It just, why why would we have a these are the best years of your life? Like, why would we have a set time? It's never going to be a these are the best years of your life because it's always going to be, life is always going to be mixed with different emotions. And maybe you do have a few years where it's really hard or really confusing or really sad or really, emotional or really unstable or really happy or really joyful or really exciting or really whatever maybe there is a set years of your life that just happen to shake out that way due to choices you make or due to choices that someone else makes or due to things that just happen and it really sucks or it's really awesome or whatever maybe there is a chunk of time that shakes out with when a certain emotion is overriding the rest but I don't think that that's necessarily the goal. I think the goal is to just experience and, and let things happen how they happen. Let, you know, everyone wants to be mostly happy. And I think that's like, I do too. (laughs) I do too. But I, I don't think it's realistic to want to be always happy. And it's, it's. I mean, the goal is not to have high highs and low lows. It's to be somewhere in the middle. But I think you have to experience a range of emotions before you can figure out what brings you like the steadiness of somewhere in the middle. And even when you're riding along somewhere in the middle, you're never going to not experience a few high highs and a few low lows like life just happens and I think it's about finding the right people that will support you when those things happen when those high highs and low lows happen it's about finding the hobbies and everything that you like doing so that when those low lows happen you can go do one of the things that you love doing to bring you back to somewhere in the middle and it's just about experiencing those emotions too like it's really hard to appreciate our vast range of emotions because when you're in a low low it feels like absolute shit But it's just, unfortunately, part of this experience. And I think aging and, you know, finding the time when we're consistently experiencing a somewhere in the middle, it's about going through feeling all of the emotions to allow yourself to find the tools and the people, and everything that will lead you to, quote-unquote, the best years of your life. (laughs) So, I hope that this episode maybe brought you a little bit of, you know, hope for future or new perspective on aging or joy about, I don't know, the vast realm of life. (laughs) I hope it did something for you, and if my friends are listening, happy birthday to you both. You know who you are. I'm so excited for this next little bit of your life, and you know, I hope it's the best years of your life, I'm just kidding, um, but I do hope it's great, I hope that you you, you do step into a time that is is truly wonderful, and I hope it does bring some wonderful memories for you guys, and I love you both so much, <laughs> and for anyone else who just listened to that, hope you're having a great day. <laughs> All right, that's all for today. Bye.